Peter Walker here and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now we're in Vancouver at the Action Coach Global Conference and with me I have Michael Lozier who was one of the keynote speakers talking about the law of attraction and that whole area and I'm so pleased to have Michael on board today because it's been about 10 years since I've seen him last at one of our global conferences. So welcome and thank you for coming on today. Hey, I'm glad to be here and kind of giving some good tips on how to apply law of attraction. That's what a lot of people want to know. It exists, but how do I apply it? So So how did you get involved in the law of attraction in the first place? Well, like most people, we're already experiencing it, right? So it's not a new subject. The name is new. So whenever we use the word like coincidence or synchronistic or fate or karma or everything's falling into place... That's evidence of law of attraction. So we, we're used to using the word vibe and, the, hey, this is such a coincidence. I would So law of attraction isn't new, but the name is. So when I was younger, I was quite introverted, and I really avoided a lot of negative things, negative people and negative scenarios, because I saw the relationship between when I attracted something negative, without using that word back then, I would be on a roll. I'd be like two negative things and three negative, and I never got that. But I also understood when I was on a roll with positive things, it was like, wow, this is the third new client this week, or this is the third time I found money, so I would notice evidence. And then when I learned it was about law of attraction, then I got super interested. And that was 30 years ago when the subject was foreign. And I'm, you know, when I talk about coincidence and synchronicity, people say, oh, that happens to me all the time. And I say, well, that's law of attraction. So what I do is that I explain why people are attracting negative things and what they need to do to stop attracting negative things and start attracting what they do want. So 30 years ago, I formed a little group in my house. It was two of us. Okay. And within a, four, within a year, I had 44 people coming to my living room with cushions. And, you know, when you have 44 people coming to your house, you need to be a leader. You know, I had to take charge. So before you know it, I'm, I'm acknowledging the group and I'm having a lesson for the day and I'm facilitating who wants to go next and, and people were looking up to me. But here's a little secret. When you work with 44 people every Sunday, you know what? You get to hear the same things over and over again. So before, in a real short period of time, I realized there was only so many questions that people were asking and the answer is always the same. So whether people are having relationship problems or money problems or customers or clients or whatever the problem is, the answer is always the same. So my job was to find out what are they doing that's causing them to attract mm. negative things. And in that group that I had for a year, I, you know, that's where I formed. I was still working for the government. You know, I worked for the Canadian government as a project manager, totally unrelated to the subject. So after a couple years of doing this on the weekend, I reduced my work week at the government to four days a week. I worked Monday to Friday, I took a cut in pay, and now I'm working four days a week, so Friday was my law of attraction day. Well, Thursday night started. It started Thursday night, right? And I would go do a presentation anywhere. Coffee shops, women's groups, men's groups, network, anybody, there's an audience, more than two people, I would go, and I practiced for, for about a year. And then I would go to these places and do the introductory session. Here's law of attraction. Here's how it works. Here's why you're attracting negative things. Here's what you need to say and do and think differently to change your results. And then I would sell them my full day seminar, which brought them through the whole process. Now, the first time, remember, I'm working for the government. On Fridays, I'm going to four networking meetings at a time every Friday. And once a month, I'd hold a full day seminar. And I, was, I remember I was charging $99 for that. And the very first time in one month, I had 10 people sign up. That's a lot of money. I made $1,000 in one day. Remember, I'm on a government salary. Now I made 1000 I said, wow. So then I kept my policy. 
I would do free introductory presentations Thursday and Friday night. So the second time, because I had 10 people, now I get 25 people on the second month. Do the math, it's a lot of money, right? $2,500, remember I'm a government employee. So I kept this going and six months, it took six months, I only did it once a month. Six months, the sixth month I had 112 people come to a seminar. Well. And I thought, okay, it's time to leave. Yeah. I'm it's, no longer a government employee. That's right, it's time to make the transition. And I was nervous, of course, but I made sure the transition was important. I don't recommend anybody leave a job and do this one or do another one. So I put money in the bank for six months for my rent and everything. And I said, I can do this as long as I do one a month. I know I can bring in 10 grand if I hustle every Friday for the month. But I tell you, when I quit my government job, it was a big deal when I did that. Now I had the whole week open. So now I'm doing a presentation on Tuesday. And I'm going to a Wednesday afternoon group, and all of a sudden I'm getting exposure. And now I'm getting 150 people once a month. I'm getting 200 people once a month. And now I have groupies and following and people wanting more programs. And that's how I developed my whole business. See, I mean, to me it fascinates me because so often people never think about the stuff that they want. They always think about the stuff that they don't want. That's right. And not understanding the law of attraction, guess what they get? Yeah. More of what they don't want. And what I loved about your first book, what I loved about your book, the law of attraction was I first read sort of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which is probably pretty advanced at the time. Now, oh, it's very advanced. It was scientific. That's a, that's early 1900s. Yeah, and that was a heavy read though. Yeah, and it doesn't tell you what you need to do. Yeah, and then you then the, really the secret kind of made it mainstream. I mean, Wanda did the video, they had the book and everything, but a lot of people were kind of put off by it because they thought it was airy fairy stuff. Really what I liked about your book was your book was very practical. Yes. It kind of just cuts through everything yeah. and actually sort of gave people the practical tips yeah. they needed to do to make the changes necessary to attract what they want. Because it's all very good. I mean, in The Secret, it talks to you, it talks to you about, yeah, you need to be thinking positive vibes, etc. But the reality was people were thinking on a conscious level positive vibes, right. but then counteracting it with the subconscious. Yeah where they were sort of having the opposite commands. So it kind of cancelled itself out. Yeah. I don't teach that because a positive thought can have a negative vibration. Exactly. I might say, for example, I'm a big guy, I might say, an affirmation might be, I have a slender body. That's pretty positive. But as soon as I think it, my voice says, mm, no, you don't. So now I'm sending a negative vibe to a positive sentence. So this isn't positive thinking. It is feeling good about what you think and say. So you said earlier, people are always talking about what they, oh, I don't want this and I don't want that. Whenever you talk about what you don't want, you just gave it attention. And when you give anything attention, it causes you to send the matching vibration of what you gave attention to. And law of attraction is eavesdropping. It's this energy right now. It's eavesdropping. It's responding to my vibration by matching it. Law of attraction isn't very smart. I'm going to say that again. It's not smart but it's obedient. If you send a negative vibration, law of attraction doesn't care who you are, whether you're a good guy or a fantastic woman, it says, oh, that person is sending a negative vibe. I'm not a judger, I'm a matcher. So now law of attraction will unfold and orchestrate and do whatever it needs to happen to duplicate that vibration. So say for example, you have a, a client that cancels early Monday morning. 
said, oh, I hate when people client cancel. And then you call your friend and thinking, well, I had a client, I had a cancellation this morning. And then you go, I hate cancellations.com and you complain about it. The whole time that you're giving the cancellation attention, you're giving it more attention, energy, and focus. And then law of attraction is eavesdropping and thinking, oh, this guy is giving attention to counseling clients. Well, I can place that order. So it starts to unfold and orchestrate. Then you get another counsel client. And then we say, what is going on? That's three clients that canceled today. And I would say you're on a roll. You're on a vibrational roll. In other words, law of attraction isn't prejudice, and it doesn't decide. It is a matcher. So whether you're giving attention to what you do want or what you don't want, you'll get more of it. So in other words, what you're saying is, I get what I vibrate. Yeah, I vibrate. People say they want something, but that's not what they vibrate. They say, oh, I'd love to win the lottery, but their thoughts are, oh, I never win. Nobody in my family wins. I'm so poor. Law of attraction doesn't have ears and it doesn't have eyes, and it doesn't know what you're reading. This is important. Law of attraction is responding to how you feel about what you say and think. It's not responding to what you say and think, it's how you feel about it. So you could read a positive affirmation, it's not responding to that. It's responding to how you feel about the affirmation. And most affirmations, we're telling ourselves something that isn't true. My client base is overflowing. Oh no, it's not. Yeah. I have a happy, slender body. No, you don't. You know, I have my ideal boyfriend or girlfriend. No, you don't. So you can read the positive affirmation, but you're smart enough to say, well, that isn't true. My business isn't overflowing. And now you have a new thought. And that new thought collects another new thought just like it. And before you know it, you're all depressed and you're on a negative cycle because you don't have any clients. And that's the vibe you're sending. That's what gets matched. And it isn't just the thought, though. She said something earlier. You're feeling it. That's right. The thought generates the feeling. So now I'm th anything I think about, it turns into a feeling. Oh, I'm thinking about going to the party tonight. Oh, I got a feeling about that. Oh, I'm thinking about that dreaded client tomorrow. I got a feeling about that. Thoughts cause you to have a feeling or a vibe. So the thought is causing me to send a vibe. And as I'm sending it, law of attraction is eavesdropping to find out the vibe that I'm sending, then matching it. And then we point at something and say, well, that's exactly what I didn't want. I've been saying all week I didn't want that to happen. Can you hear the iron in there? Absolutely. I've been saying all week I didn't want that to happen. And if Law of Attraction had a voice, it would say, well, you gave it attention energy all week, and my job is to deliver to you what you give your attention energy. I don't know the difference. I'm not very smart, but I am very obedient. So if you attracted it, you had to have sent the vibration that created it, period. So we've got the people that have tuned in today. For a lot of people, the law of attraction is a very still, they're very naive to the law of attraction, don't quite understand it. It's a new concept to them. Where would you suggest they start? Right. Well, first, I want people to acknowledge that they're already experiencing it. Mm. You don't have to turn it on. It's already on. You don't have to flip a switch and say, match me now. It's matching you right now. Whether you're attracting crappy stuff or delicious stuff, it's because of your vibrations. So here's what our job is. Our job is to notice when we're attracting negative things and we want to reset our vibe. If we don't reset the vibe, we'll keep getting the same thing because of the negative vibe. So then we have to reset the vibe. And we always attract, this is the key, I'm going to teach this tomorrow. The reason why we're attracting negative things is because we're giving attention to what we don't want because we use the words don't, not, and no. I don't want to be late. What did I give attention to late? I don't want my clients to cancel. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, go to Google and type in, I don't want my clients to cancel. What will Google find? 
It'll find documents on canceling clients. Even though you said, I don't want, you're not sure? Go type in no sex and see what shows up. You know, the, Google strips away the words don't, not, and no and brings you what you said you didn't want. So think of law of attraction as vibrational Google. When you, give it, when you say you don't want something, you just submitted that search into Google and the results that you're getting back, like Google does, the law of attraction results always match the input that you gave it. It's always a perfect match. But the best news is we have the ability to reset our vibration. And every time you catch yourself using the words don't, not, and no, press the reset button and say, so what do I want? So let's do a little example. I'm going to say, uh, 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 don't forget. And my little voice says, so what do I want? Not to forget. No, not, not to, you, no, to remember. To remember. So instead of saying, well, don't forget about tomorrow's appointment, a little voice will say, oh, I just said, don't forget. What do I want? Remember, uh, don't, don't spill your milk. I mean, drink your milk at the table carefully. Don't beat up your brother. Play nice with your brother. I don't want my clients to cancel. Oh, I want them to keep their appointment. Don't park here could really say, park over there. Absolutely. Every sign that has the word don't, not, and no can be reframed in language so it doesn't include it. And here's why. When you go from what you don't want to what you do want, the words change. And when the words change, the vibration changes. And when the vibration changes, your results change. And the only way to get a different result is to send a different vibration, period. Now, how do you transition people? Because a lot of people are thinking, okay, well, that's all fair enough, but they're in such despair that this is so far f removed from their reality. Well, I would like to promise that a small shift in vibration will yield many, many results. If I was law of attraction and I scanned somebody pretending I had a meter yeah. and I would know what their vibe is by their words and by what they're getting, so when somebody is in despair, now they're sending a negative vibration. They're probably giving attention and energy focused to all the problems. I don't have enough money. I and I appreciate these things. I don't have any money. I don't have a job. I can't find an interview. I don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend. I don't have a job. So that's what they give attention to. And law of attraction, guess what? It's matching it. So they have to learn to reset it and say, so what do I want? You could say, hmm, I love the thought of idea. I love the idea of having a great interview. It's different than an affirmation. You know what an affirmation would be? I have an ideal interview. No, you don't. That affirmation, so you see, as soon as I say I have an ideal interview, my brain says, no, you don't. Yeah. And then I stop giving it attention. But what if I say, I love the thought of having an ideal interview. Is that true? Absolutely. I'm not saying I have it or don't have it, but I love the thought of it. So now I'm able to give it attention. Matter of fact, I see myself doing a good job at the interview. I'm going to love the opportunity to show them all my skill sets. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to have that happen. You see how I'm collecting? I'm just changing my words as opposed to, oh, I'll never get the, the interview. They're not going to like me. I'm too old. I'm too that. I don't think I have enough education. I don't think I like... So, you know, when we leave our homes, to, before we leave our homes to go to work, we've planted the seed by what we think and say. Before you get to the interview, it's already decided. Not by them, but by you. Your vibes have already got there before you did. So what you're thinking when you wake up and in the car and on the way to the interview will manifest during the interview. Well, I know so many people that wake up in the morning and say, today's going to be a bad day. Yeah. Before the day's even started. Yeah. And then they ring up at the end of the day and say, yeah. I had a really bad day today. Yeah. <laughs> no surprise. Yeah, guess what? You're in luck. You're a good matcher. So that's what I want everyone to hear. So whenever you use the word don't, not, and no, in that very moment, say, so what do I want? And when you go from what you don't want to what you do want, the words and vibration changes, and then the results change. 
So that's your job is to reduce the words don't, not, and no. Everybody still uses them. But when you're talking about your goals and your dreams and your clients and your health and your relationships and money, that's when you want to make sure you're not focusing on what you don't want, but now you're focusing on what you do want. And that's covered in your book, Law of Attraction, isn't it? Can I have a look at that? So for everyone out here, for those of you that are not big readers, guess what? It's not a great big book. Yes. It's actually quite a slender book. Yes. And the print, have a look, it's big print. Yes. Well, there's also another little secret in this book. You know, I'm an NLP practitioner. The N standing for neuro, the brain. The L standing for linguistics. And P standing for programming, which I just did. Because I told them when they use the word don't, not, and no to say, so what do I want? So I just programmed people. Matter of fact, I just brainwashed them. I washed their brain of what wasn't serving them. And that was the word don't, not, and no. So all three of my books were written to satisfy all the four learning styles. Some people like to read and see. Some people like to hear it. Some people like to see it. Some people like to write it. Some people like to think about it. So when people read my book, I satisfy all the styles. Just like in my seminar tomorrow, I will have 100% of the audience participating because I'm going to capture all of their styles. So instead of saying, how does this feel? How does this feel? You know what? There's three other groups that don't feel. So if I just think, how do you feel? How do you feel? I've isolated three. Now I've got three out of the four students not engaged. So that's what's important is I've written to satisfy all the styles. So if somebody were to buy this book, in a nutshell, what do you think it would give them? Well, they would have the ability to reset their vibrations. And that's the only thing we can control. Everybody wants to control everything. You cannot control anything but one thing. And the only thing that you can control is your vibes. And you control your vibes by monitoring your thoughts. And you monitor your thoughts by listening for the words don't, not, and no, and replacing them. So what do I want? So for all you control freaks that that think you can go control everything in your life, you can't. You can only control one thing, and that is your vibration. And that's what's important. We have the ability to control our thoughts by choosing the right words and resetting it when we catch ourselves giving attention to what we don't want. So for those of you that are not familiar with the law of attraction, you want to get into it, you want to get a start, a foot on the block, so to speak, get this book. It will give you practical advice on how to change your vibe. Yes. Now, you now, if we're in the UK, it has a different cover. So those people look, they might have a white cover. But also, on my website, I have a free program. It's called I'm New to Law of Attraction. I produced a 30-minute video with worksheets. It's a, it's a full course for 30 minutes long, and I'm gonna, it's free. I'm going to encourage people to start there. And then that's when they want to have the book because they want to have the paper in front of them. They want to go through the process. They can go to hangoutwithmichael.com and they'll see the free course called I'm New to Law of Attraction, Where Do I Get Started? So hangoutwithmichael.com. That's right. And you've got a new book coming out, haven't you? I do. My third book is called Your Life's Purpose. And I'm bold enough to think that I know what everybody's life purpose is. Isn't that too much that I would think that? But I think I nailed it. You see, our life's purpose is to feel good, is to experience joy. So the real question is, what do I need to be doing to feel good? But the real, real question is, what, do I need, what, needs, what, what fulfills me? And then I'll build strategies around to get fulfilled. So there's three processes here. First, in this book, there's 30 fulfillment needs. These are needs that fulfill us. Everything from attention, autonomy, control, creativity, fairness, um, community, connection, there's 30 of them. And in this book, I take you through a five-step process. So at the end, you've uncovered your top four. 
So for the first time you could say, if I can get these four needs met, I will experience joy. And then you seek it out. You create more of that. And then you use it as a, hey, Michael, would you like to come do this? Uh, let me check my four. No, it wouldn't work. Michael, do you want to come speak to the action coach? Uh, let me check my four. Yes, 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 yes. So I choose things when I'm fulfilled. And that's interesting because a lot of people don't do anything that fulfills them. They do everything to fulfill other people. And then they wonder why they're so miserable. Well, even the whole notion that it's okay to feel good is okay. So I'm suggesting you take a paradigm shift and you make it okay to feel good. It's okay to feel good. It's our only job. You can't serve anybody unless you feel good yourself. So clean up your own vibes, find out what fulfills you, and do what you need to do to build strategies around it. Everything I do gets my needs fulfilled, and I'm living my life's purpose. That means I'm experiencing joy. This is fulfilling for me right now. You know, I do a live, two Facebook live shows a week. I, I do book signings. All of that is getting my needs fulfilled. So once you know, then you can start making different decisions. And that's great because there's a lot of confusion for people in the world. They often sort of say, well, my life isn't fulfilling. I'm not happy. Yeah. They have all the money in the world. They have all the toys, yet they still feel quite lost, yeah. empty inside. So really, this is going to help them yes. actually get clarity as to what their purpose is. And really often in businesses, I come over entrepreneurs, and it's never about the money, actually. No. Well, it, they think it is, and then when they get the money, they're not fulfilled. You know, there's, uh, there's three case studies in here I walk people through. One of them is a student. You know, going to school. When we, you know, when I was young, you studied what was popular and could make money. You didn't have to like it. Who cared? It didn't matter if you liked it, right? But now students are thinking, well, particularly the millennials, they they are they are very selfish, which means self care. They want to feel. They want to care about themselves, feel good. So they want to know what what do I need to have present? In you know what needs need to be present for me. And then there's the CEO, the real high executive men and women that got to the very top of the chain, and they are so unfulfilled, they don't know what to do with themselves. They got money in the bank, they got lots of big homes, but they're not happy. So getting paid is not a fulfillment need. And getting paid can help bring freedom, but it might not bring community and attention and achievement, all the other things that people want. And then there's people that are in, that you know what, they've had a job for 10 years and they're done. They're like, you know what? I'm tired of making money for other people. I either want to do it myself or change jobs. And then they find out what's important to them. And that's really important because very often, and I know that there's been periods of my life where I have lived a life where it hasn't been for me fulfilling, especially in work. I, was, I had a career, and I was doing the career because I needed the money, but it wasn't necessarily making me happy. In fact, yeah. it was causing me a lot of stress. Yeah. I think so many people have been there. So many people can actually resonate with that. Yeah. It's about taking control of your life now. Fantastic, thank you. You're welcome. Now, if you were to give the, if you were to give top three tips for anyone sort of tuning in today, what would they be? Well, first, I want you to draw a circle the size of a golf ball, and inside the circle, write the words "don't," "not," and "no," and then draw the international "do not use" symbol, like a no smoking symbol. Mm -hmm. And every time you go to use those words, you just burned that image into your head. Whether you go to type it, think it, or write it, you'll say, oh, there's those three words. That's tip number one. Burn the image of the three words in your head so you're not just hearing it today, you're actually seeing it. And then you cannot not remember for the rest of your life every time you use those words. Tip number one. Tip number two is to mind your own vibration. In other words, stop checking in what other people are doing and getting. 
Because if you're noticing that somebody else isn't getting what you want, or then it doesn't, then you're including their vibration in yours. Mm. So mind your vibration, which just means protect it and look after it. It's none of your business what another coach is doing or making or building or doing. It's none of your business, and I mean that respectfully, because when you put your nose in somebody else's business about their failures or their problems, now you're sending that vibration. And law of attraction doesn't know you're talking to your friend. It's responding on your vibration. So tip number one, circle don't, not a no line through it. Tip number two is to mind your own vibration. And tip number three is to take full accountability for what you attract whether you like it or don't like it. You know, the word accountability has two words in it. The first word is account, and the second word is ability. So accountability means your ability to account for why you're attracting everything. So when you attract that parking space, you can say, that's here because of me. In other words, you have the ability to account for why you got the parking spot. But also, when something crappy happens, you also have the ability. So you should be able to point at everything and say, that's here because of me. Whether you like it or not, that is here because of me. And if you like it, celebrate it. And if you don't, press the reset button and ask yourself, so what do I want? Uh, thank you so much. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you want to know more about Michael, head over to hangoutwithmichael.com. And if what we talked about today resonates and you want a bit more information, head over to borka.com and get in contact. And remember, failing to learn is learning to fail.